What's up, fam? It's your boy, and you already know what time it is. Man, I had the pleasure to sit down with the Senior Vice President of American Corporate Partners, Richard Comets, and pick his brain about why it's so important to actually have a mentor, but not only just having a mentor as you're looking to transition from the military, but in any career field that you decide that you want to go into, but also talk about the strength of networking, how important it is in actually helping you build that community that you can rely on as you're looking to transition into any career field that you want to be in, whether that's leaving college, military, or just simply wanting to start a second career. So I want you to lock in. I want you to take notes because Richard is going to bring a lot of information and I think that you're not going to want to miss this interview. So let's jump into it. Welcome in, Rich. Hey, thanks, Craig. I really appreciate you having me on the show. And it, it is quite amazing to be and an honor to be your first guest on your show. So thank you for having me. Absolutely. Absolutely. I want to get into what American Corporate Partners is. And I want to start with just letting you talk about what is the mission of American Corporate Partners. Yeah, so American Corporate Partners is a national nonprofit where we assist transitioning service members or uh, active duty spouses and veterans prepare for a meaningful career after their service through mentorship. And so we do this by providing one-on-one -on -one customized mentorships where we pair the protege, which we call the, our mentee, up with a corporate partner mentor where we have mentors from over a hundred corporate partners and, and they have industry expertise so they can help the navigation of the transition into the, the job market. Awesome. So I actually did some deep diving on your website recently, and I kind of got a lot of information on that. And it's so much helpful information on your website. I encourage uh, those who are listening to head over there and check it out at acp.org. But one of the things that I saw over there was that more than 4,000 veterans and active duty spouses, like you said, are paired one-on-one -on -one with uh, mentors across the uh, across the, uh, the the corporate environment. But more than 22,000 veterans have completed this whole program. That's very exciting to hear. Yeah, so we've been around since 2008. And yes, we're, we're almost at 23,000, uh, which is we're really proud of. And more important than that, uh, we, we get more and more each Day, and we have been growing by about 30% over the last year and uh, about 65% over the last two years. So we're really growing and it's important because we're getting the word out to more veterans, which then also requires us to get relationships and partnership with more companies so that they can provide mentors to help us out. Awesome. Awesome. And I agree. And so tell me a bit about uh, some of the major uh, corporate partners that you may have actually helping support American Corporate Partners mission. Yeah, so we have partnerships with some of the most iconic brands like Nike, Amazon, Pfizer. We, uh, there's over 110. So they're in just about every industry you can think of, Johnson & Johnson. So Major League Baseball, which is another, which is pretty interesting as well. So we have partnerships in, with all these different companies. And so we have people representing all different levels at those companies as well. So from CEOs that are actually mentors all the way down to directors and stuff. So we have the ability to help a transitioning service member, whether they're an E3 or E4 that just did one term or an O10 that has spent their whole life in the military. And that's very helpful because every transition is different individual. And I know the, the military tries to have a transition assistance program and, and people will knock those programs, but I, I don't think that they should be knocked because I think they try. But the, the problem is, is that transition is an individual effort. 
And so you have to take some individual stake in what you're doing, but you need help with that. And so the, the transition programs tell you all these different things that are, are able to, you could use to get out there and, and uh, get assistance, but really you have to take some uh, ownership and do it individually. And having a mentor to help you through that is, is important. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think that you is spot on with that. Um, it is a transition process for each individual and each individual will have a different take on what goes on with their career path after they decide to separate and transition from the military. So what is I know that there's a, a, a very different specific criteria uh, or package set up for veterans and spouses. Is there some is there or, or are they the same? So what we we have what we call the spouses program where the only thing that is really different is that we just uh, have the ability to pair them up with people that can help with their specific situation. So for example, you kind of mentioned it sometimes spouses are having to follow their, their military member around the country. So they can't hold a job in the same location for a long period of time. So we have mentors that can help them with that transition or help them find a job that allows them to either work from home or, or move from location to location and still maintain that job so they can continue to gain experience in their industry. So that's the only difference, but really what we do more importantly is, is ensure that the mentor is in the industry that the spouse or veteran are, are interested in. So it really works out well when, if you know where, what industry you want to go into, we can get you a mentor in that industry. And that usually makes it so easy to help get your resume done, to help tell you what type of buzzwords are important or, or skills or, or training that you might need or how to highlight some of the, your military or the spouse's experiences to show where they can be of value to those companies. Awesome. So I guess my follow-up question to that is, how many times do one of your mentor, well, your program run into someone who is not sure on what they want to do next? So that's a great question because about 86% of the people we survey say that they don't know what they want to do when they get out. So uh, it's no surprise. I'll tell you when I, when I left the, the military after 23 years, I really didn't know what I wanted to do either. And um, so it's, it, you know, if you have listeners out there and they feel guilty or worried, uh, they shouldn't feel like they're alone because 86% of people say that. But what's great about the partners that we have and the mentors in these bigger companies is that if you think about it, some of these companies have people that are HR, marketing, uh, supply chain management. So a lot of different areas. So if you're not sure, we have mentors that kind of that are in these big companies that can kind of listen to what you can do and what you what skills you have helps you translate that. And then if it's not them that, you know, you can get a, a, a good relationship with, then they can recommend you to someone else in our network. And I know you mentioned networking uh, earlier in, in your con our conversation and that's really important. So just imagine if you were looking to get a job in, the, in an IT industry and you have an IT expert that introduces you to people in their network to help you find a job. Yeah, I think that's that's quite impressive um, because that's the hard part, I think, for a lot of people is that they worry about what are they going to do next? And the way it sounds that you're bridging the gap, even if you don't know what you're doing next, you have a skill set coming out of the military where that skill set may translate to something that you may not be interested in, but it may be at least get your foot in the door. And then if someone can understand your intellect and your thoughts on how you can actually maneuver into your interests that you really want to get into. And it's pretty amazing. Most of uh, the people we deal with the corporate partner wise, they, they will say the mentors will say they get just as much out of the relationship as the protege does because they get to learn 
about the skills that the military members bring and the spouses bring and then help them translate, you know, the, the what they put on their what was on their maybe their evaluations to uh, some practical experience in a resume that the corporate America can understand so they can get into the, the right position. Got you. Got you. So you did touch on a, another point that I wanted to kind of highlight just here for a second. Resume writing. You was talking about buzzwords and how those things are important. Um, how important do you believe that um, people who actually come out of the military needs to understand that they have to translate those uh, those resumes into something that's actually going to be you know, beneficial for a corporate partner to understand? Yeah, this goes back to what we were talking about earlier. You need to do your own work and you need to, you know, it's an individual effort. So really you need to spend some time on the resume. And there's a lot of great resume assistance uh, programs out there. There's over 40,000 veteran service organizations. So um, yeah. I'm not going to say that we're the one, one and only, you know, end all be all of transition. We partner with all the other or many other veteran service organizations and they have uh, some great programs out there to help with the resume but when you start getting to the the actual specifics of an industry it's always great to have that expert in there to, to help you out so they can just translate it a little bit to the to the language you know just like every service has a, a different language with acronyms every company does as well and so if you know how to translate your stuff so that it's understood in the industry it, it makes it so much easier for for an hr person to give you a chance awesome so i agree that it is a lot of services out there that a lot of people should be looking into, especially when it comes to resume writing. And that goes back to networking again, I believe, where you basically need to, you know, know people in the industry that you're trying to get into and they can kind of help you understand what, like you said, what those buzzwords are that you're looking for as you're strengthening that resume for employment. Yeah. So to the listeners out there, just uh, kind of like break this home a little bit for you on why this is still important and why transitioning from the military is a thing to that people need to be very keen in on how they want to do it is because according to a survey uh, done by the Chamber of Commerce Foundation, uh, it says in this survey that 53% state that they go four plus months unemployed before they actually find employment. And out of those 53%, a lot of them turn, say that they actually go underemployed for a while before they actually get to a point of where they can actually make sufficient money to actually be comparable to their military income when they transition. So my question to you, Richard, is that basically, is that do you feel that ACP actually helps cut down the time frame uh, between actually transitioning from the military and gaining uh, useful employment? Yeah, I really do think we do. And, and I think it's important that uh, your listeners out there, the earlier they get involved in these programs, the better. So they have more time to work through it. So uh, ideally, if you're getting a mentor from our program, you know, maybe six months before you transition, that's six months to get your your resume ready to, you know, your elevator pitch, all those different things, understand what industries you want to start applying to, what job titles are, are appropriate for what your experiences are. And then you can start applying and then you can talk over the application process with your mentor. You can talk over, you know, if you're getting an interview, how to do how, what, in, how to do the interview and things like that. So that's really important. And we found with ACP is that uh, from those stats that you mentioned, it turns out that, uh, more than three quarters of the people in our program get jobs during their mentorship. And that's pretty amazing for us because we don't consider ourselves a job placement placement agency. We just provide the mentorships and the mentors help the protégés get in the job at the right place at the right level. And then they're, they're happier that way, which is really important as well, because I, I think you're right. Uh, I, even myself included, I think people will 
jump at the first job that, that they get offered or, or go into something comfortable and then they end up not being happy. And we found that about 45% of veterans don't even stay in their first job for over a year because they really are, are kind of hitting those things you mentioned. They're not happy in the job. They're not getting paid another underemployed. And so they have to change jobs again. But with our program, the protégés that have gone through our, our program, about 86% stay in their, their job over a year, which means that we what we believe that means is they're getting meaningful employment. They're going in at the right level, at the right in the right industry, and they're happy. So it's a win for, for them, and it's also a win for their employer as well. Absolutely. And I saw on your website, and, that, and I mean, this number, it's a number. Maybe you could tell me the number may have increased, like you told me about the 22,000 increased to 23,000. But you basically say on your website that every one of those mentorships, average on average, I say that clearly, average that they actually come around 86,000 starting salary. Yeah. So um, that number came from, from really surveying all the people that we have uh, had become. Uh, alumni in the last few years. And, and really the, I think the average is, is about half that of, of all veterans leaving the military. So wow. um, the, again, I think it goes back to meaningful employment and, and I'll tell you, even myself, when I left the military, I had, I had 23 years in, I was a Lieutenant Colonel. I have a PhD. I went to West Point. So everybody would say, Oh, you'll have no problem finding a job, but it wasn't true. I mean, I had to do the work and I had to apply to hundreds of jobs myself. And, and figure it out. But I, I still feel like I was underemployed for my first job and uh, and then had to work my way up and then, you know, transition and things like that again, because uh, I, I didn't really know the industry as well as I could have. And wasn't able to, you know, show what my background and what my skills could translate into the, to the civilian market. So I think it's really important that 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 pay, I think, is a testament to the fact that people are getting in at the right level as well. I mean, you can't expect maybe if you, you come out in only three or four years to be jumping right into as a CEO, but you, you might not also have to be an entry level uh, hourly salary person either. You know, especially our, our non-commissioned officers, I, I think is one of those things that is really a big subject that we try to push to our uh, corporate partners is, you know, there might be someone that spends 10 years in the military, but they might not have a four-year degree. And, you know, when you're looking at them versus someone that just got a four year degree, but they're, you know, they right out of high school. So they're maybe 22 years old and you want them to be a manager of whatever it is. Who would you pick? The 22 the year old that just graduated from college or someone that had 10 years in the military? I'd pick someone that's 10 years in the military. I have a 22 year old actually graduating from college next uh, next month or two months from now. And, Pleasure. you know, I think she's I think she's awesome. But. Um, uh, I'd take an, uh, you know, an, an E5 anytime when I'm, you know, because I think they have those, those soft skills people talk about where, you know, you're going to do something. They start thinking through the repercussions, the, you know, risk assessment, the, what's the implied tasks and all that stuff. And, and someone that's younger with maybe just because they have a bachelor doesn't mean they've had those experiences. And I'm not knocking someone with that just came out of college either, but when you're trying to look for the right person at the right job and the right fit, you know, considering someone that might not have college but has a lot of life experience or military experiences, it's important. Mm, great take. Uh, I didn't even really think about it like that from a top. We have these conversations, obviously, in the workspace a lot about what the next job looks like or what you think that the next business will look like when it comes to you actually retiring in your later age. It's about 30 to 30, late 35, mid-range there. 
or even in your early 40s. That's what a lot of people talk about is that are they going to actually be able to actually be out um, younger talent pretty much for a, a job. And that's what we talk about a lot in how can you actually build your resume to the point where you are competitive against the uh, the younger generation of people who are going to actually be looking for the same job that you are. Yeah, for sure. And there's some industries where there is kind of a, a very uh, stringent career path where you have to have this job before you can have this job before you can have this job. Um, but that's not the the probably the most common situation. I think more often than not, your experience level and your maturity and, and what you can do can get you in at the right level. And most co- most companies we see are, are really recognizing that, especially with military talent. We've get, been getting a lot of calls about how can we hire more military people. And so we're helping them by making them be mentors. And then when you're a mentor with our program, you're looking at, you know, you get a free look at, at, a, at a veteran as they're going through the process, as they're your, your mentee, you're actually getting to look at them and see what qualities they have and whether you think maybe they'd be good fit for your company. Okay. Cool. So how does a veteran or a spouse get started with ACP? So all they have to do is go to acp-usa.org. And then when you go there, you scroll down just a little bit, there is a, a red button that says apply now. And so we do just to make sure everyone of your audience understands, we do allow active duty spouses. So if your spouse is about to retire or, or get out, make sure you apply before your spouse leaves. So um, we also do caregivers of people that have been injured. And we also, obviously it's uh, veterans or active duty service members, anybody that served at least 180 days after 9-11. That also includes active uh, that uh, reserves and National Guard as well. So uh, we, we cut it off at 9-11 because we have to have, a, you know, kind of a, we, we can't help everyone. And since uh, our founder was, was in Manhattan by the World Trade Center when the plane were hitting on 9-11, that was kind of uh, near and dear of his heart. And so he realized that, you know, when he started his program, he said he saw these people deploying and knew that when they came back, they needed to have some assistance to get back into the civilian workforce. And that's where it, it all started. Mm, okay. So thank you for actually giving us you know, the opportunity to do that. That's the one. This is, like I said, one of the main things to a lot of people is that they don't know where to begin at. And I think ACP is actually a great spot, a great spot to actually start and then branch out from there as well. That's right. And if you get a mentor that you say you, you think you want to go into IT and you get a mentor and, and you start talking to them, you realize that's probably not the area you go in. You know, we can switch you out with a different mentor. We can give you, uh, you know, say you're interested in. I had a friend of mine that that joined the program. He he uh, has a very technical degree and he's like, I can always get a job in a, in a military contracting position somewhere. He said, but I'm really interested in sports. So I said, well, why don't you go ahead and, and uh, take a job or take a mentor from Major League Baseball and see where it goes. And if it doesn't work out, we can do a, a one-off interview or a mentorship or mentor interview with someone from the you know contracting industry so that they can make sure that you're squared away before you apply for those jobs. But why not explore some of those other things as well? Oh wow, that's interesting. So what you're saying is um, basically you you can you can provide more than one opportunity, but it's just based on the situation that basically what it comes down to. Yeah. So I mean the 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 main thing is that you're gonna get one mentor for at least one conversation each month for a year. That's the that's the idea. 
Now, as I said, if something changes or if there is this desire to have a, a check-in with another industry, we can do that on a case-by-case basis, yes. Yeah, that's awesome. That's an awesome opportunity. So I'm guessing the Major League Baseball thing worked out. Well, he's still in the mentorship, so we'll see. I, I, I told him if he, uh, if, he gets a, if he gets a job in Major League Baseball, he's got to give me some free tickets. Absolutely, right? That's a, <laughs> that's a big deal. Um, so – so you said basically that uh, the mentors and proteges are, you know, guaranteed to at least meet one time a month. And I'm obviously if they if they feel that they need to meet more than that, they can if they wanted to. Correct. Sure. They're, they're more than welcome to. So we, we just try to set the expectations for everyone. We know that our mentors have you know a day job and they're pretty busy. So we want to make sure that there is no expectations uh, too hard or too easy so that everyone's on the same sheet. But at the same time. Most mentors love what they're doing, and they they do check in with people um, more than once a month. It just depends on how the relationship runs. And then also, we track them for a year, but after that, they're on their own. But most people will tell us that they keep in touch with their mentors for for many, many years afterwards. So that's that's a kind of a nice good news story as well. Yeah, that, that's huge because though that's a that's a strengthening relationship that should last a lifetime, and you know. Like I guess it's like any relationship that we see in the military that basically you can build that relationship. It may be someone you met at your first duty station, but you may not see them for 15, 16 years. But if y'all kept some type of connection over that time frame, that's strengthening that relationship to help other people in between that y'all may be able to help as well. So that's interesting take that a lot of these protégés are and mentors are actually keeping that relationship strong even after the year long commitment. Yeah. And, and the beauty of that is also is we basically pair people that would probably have never met each other any other time in their life. But we we, we set them up and they end up becoming really close and, and really helping each other out, which is which is really a nice story. Yeah, it is. That's that's awesome. So how do uh, how does ACP actually figure out how to pair which mentor with which protege? Yeah. So this is kind of our, our secret sauce, if you will, uh, because we really have. Uh, found a good way of making this happen where most uh, we have like a 98, 99% uh, satisfaction rating, both from the mentors and the protégés. So we've, we've gotten really good at it and it really comes down to its personal touch. So we have over 50 people that we call operations associates. And what they do is they will, if you signed up, they would give you a call and say, you know, let's set up a, a time where we can talk. And then when you talk, they're going to ask you, what are you interested in? What are you, what's your goals? What are you looking for in a mentor? Do you want a you know someone the same gender or do you want someone the same race? Do you want someone older, someone same age? You know anything that you think would be helpful in a mentor. Especially the industry is very helpful. But again, if, if you don't know, we can still we have people that can help you with that too. But the more that you look for, the more that we have to, to know what you're looking for. And then when we go into our mentor pool, it's it's that individual that had that interview with you is actually going to go into our database and look for the best fit for you. And once they think they found someone, they're going to present them to you kind of like a baseball card, little bio and say, Hey, this is, you know, this is this person. They, I think they're going to be a good fit for you. What do you think? And you can say yes, or, or I don't know, let's try somebody else. And then until we get the right one, but it's really, it's that individual effort. And those operations associate once, even once they pair you introduce, introduce you to each other and let you start having your meetings, they're going to check in with you every few weeks or months and say, hey, how's it going? You know, is everybody making their calls? Is there anything I can help you with? And we have a, a very robust uh, database database of resources that we can help offer. So if you decide I, I'm looking for, 
maybe how to run my own small business. We have some, you know, help we can give you, or we do have resume writing uh, materials. We do have, you know, other type of materials that can help continue the conversation and, and make it a more impactful uh, relationship. Wow. That secret sauce then. Okay. Wow. It's a lot, sounds like there's a lot of work that goes into this and obviously for it to be a great program that's actually working out. It sounds like y'all do have a skill set that a lot of people wish they actually knew how to, you know, uh, capital. Yeah. We partner with a lot of the other, as I mentioned, veteran service organizations where they refer people to us because they do a good job at what they're doing, whether it be, you know, helping with job placement and stuff like that, but they don't have the capacity to do mentoring like we do. So they refer them to us uh, just as we would refer them to recruit military or, or GI jobs or something like that to get to help with jobs. Um, they would refer to us so that we can help the mentorship process, because even if you do get a job, what better to, uh, you know, to have going through that transition process into your new job is someone that can help you with that transition. Maybe how to deal with your boss, how to deal with your subordinates or, you know, what's the culture like? How do I balance work and life? You know, so we always like to say the mentorship doesn't stop when you get a job. You can, it continues on and, and it can help you progress uh, in the future as well. So it, it's really good. And we also have um, different resources where we do webinars once a week and job hiring postings and things like that. So there's those additional things that we help throughout the process as well. Man, it's a lot. It's a lot. I'm definitely uh, I'm definitely excited. I actually signed up um, yesterday, maybe the day before yesterday. It doesn't even, I don't even remember. It was either the day before or yesterday. But either way, um, on my way home, actually getting ready for this interview, I got a phone call from yeah. Chris. Oh, I'm, I'm he, he gonna send you a two minute survey. Just need you to fill it out. We'll get back in contact with you. And I was like, he was. It was very thorough. The conversation that we had. It was like a three minute conversation, and basically got straight to the point and told me what I should be doing next and fulfill those steps, and you're gonna be good to go. So that's I like. I like the the straightforwardness of it, and I like the seamlessness of it so far. Yeah, we try to we try to get in touch with you within one to two days after you sign up. So. Um, it's been great. Uh, I really love the model and uh, I love being here because, you know, it's not about, uh, you know, when we do better, it's not about making more money. It's actually about helping more people. So the more people we help, the, you know, the better it is. I love to, to see success stories come out of this. We post them all the time on our LinkedIn. So find us on LinkedIn. You can see what other activities we have going on. And, uh, and I encourage anybody to, to sign up, really, whether you think that you want a mentor or not. I got a mentor when I came to this job just because I was like, why, why not? There's help. Right. And she's helping me with things at these. I'm at a senior vice president level. I've never been at a senior vice president level before. So she's helping me with that type of stuff. So anyone could always use a mentor. And I think it's great. That's outstanding. So I will link to your LinkedIn down in the description on both on the podcast and on YouTube. So you can find it there. So um, you can check out their, uh, their the great post that you leave over there with ACP. So I got two questions. And I, and I, so the first question I have is how often or have you seen where a veteran may have started their transition and then reconsidered that maybe the military was better for them than actually transitioning at the time? Yeah, it's happened before. Um, and what happens with us is once you make an account, that account stays uh, forever. And so if you have to reapply or, you know, say you you, you can't, like well, some people will deploy and they, they really can't guarantee that they're going to be able to stay in contact with their mentor. So um, what, what when that case happens, we just say, uh, you know, kind of put the 
mentorship on hold or, or terminate it for that moment. And then we may ask you when you apply, you may have to send an email saying, hey, I applied a few years ago. Um, I didn't get through it. I want to I want to go back in again and, and we'll tell you how to do that. So, gotcha. so we, we allow people to, to get back into it. OK, sure. so the second question, then, um, is what is what is some tips that you would give veterans that you have seen over the, the, the history of your time at ACP that they should be aware of going forward? Yeah, I think, you know, some of the big things, as I mentioned throughout the conversation today, the one thing I say start early, you know, the earlier you start, the better your your um, odds are of being successful when you're ready, when you're ready to get out. I would say another thing that's important is to, you know, remember that it's an individual effort to, when you're transitioning and that you need to take ownership of that transition and and really put the work in just like you're working anywhere else you got to put the time and, and effort into to get there um i would also say take advantage of a lot of the other agencies out there that are helping out um there's a lot of agencies out there that are, that are you know just as good as acp at, at helping veterans in the areas that they help so i would say take advantage of those things um don't end, underestimate the networking I, I was talking with someone one time and they said you know what they did when they were transitioning was they would look on LinkedIn at the industry or company that they're looking to, to get a job in. And they would look for people that might have military experience and they would just DM them and say, Hey, I'm about to leave the service. I'm interested in learning. You have any advice on, on, you know, transitioning or how to get a job in your industry or something like that. Most people will, will want to help you out, especially another veteran and at least have that conversation, have a five or 10 minute conversation. And a lot of times that'll lead to another five or 10 minute conversation and they'll, they'll introduce you to someone else and someone else. And that that's what where networking starts. I mean, we know when we're in the military, we our, our network is our military family and that's about it. But this when you start early and you start doing things like asking people to have conversations and exploring these industries, you know, you get to know more people and they usually were, are happy to introduce you to someone else and someone else and someone else. So by the time you transition, you have a good network. And you have a lot of people that are interested in helping you out and you're a lot better prepared. So those are probably my, my biggest tips, but, and get a mentor, obviously. And get a mentor. <laughs> All right. I appreciate it. Rich, is there anything else that you would like to say before we, uh, we finish up here? No, I, I, other than, you know, as we've mentioned, you're going to put it in the, in the link, I guess, but you know, acp-usa.org, you can sign up to be a, a protege, um, I gave you who was eligible. I think everyone should sign up. It's there's it's free. Um, we have a lot of great companies and a lot of great mentors from all over, and uh, they they have it's an untapped potential that you need to uh, take advantage of for sure. And if you are listening to this and you are already established in a company and you're thinking that would be something my company be interested in in uh, pursuing and being met, you know providing mentors for transition service members, you can also look us up, go to our website and uh, there'll, there'll be an info email that you can send an email to and say, my company is interested in, in providing mentors. You know, how can we talk? And then, you know, it might even be me that ends up talking to you about it. <laughs> hey, I appreciate your time, Rich. Um, I, I greatly appreciate it. We definitely need to stay in contact because I probably see the opportunity for us to talk about this again and make more people aware about the, the program that you're actually doing great work with over at ACP and I thank you for the opportunity to actually be a part of the program and give the opportunity to actually grab a mentor and actually pick somebody's brain to actually put point me in the right direction as well. 
Yeah. Well, thanks for having me. And, and I look forward to following you through on your personal journey and see where you end up. Me too. <laughs> me too. <laughs> All right. Keep staying by. Thank you. Yeah. So there you have it. Rich was awesome in giving us a lot of information about how American corporate partners actually can benefit you in your transition and then left us with a few tips on the way out the door where he basically said start early if you're looking to make a transition to a second career. Number two was to take advantage of opportunity that presents itself anytime that you get a chance. Number three was don't underestimate networking because networking is important to actually building that career and building a team around you who actually want to see you do quite well in your career journey. And then number four was definitely get a mentor and definitely let me know which one of the topics that we talked about today was beneficial to you by commenting down below. And definitely, you like this type of content, there'll be more of this on the podcast. So either subscribe or follow on the streaming service that you're actually following. I'll catch you in the next video. Y'all stay safe. Peace.